Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansburg, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Please stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. Let's just share a word of prayer quickly. Lift your hands to Jesus and just for a moment or two, ask him to speak to you. Ask him to speak to you. Today we've come to meet Jesus. We've not come to meet a man. We've not come to meet the pastor. We've not come to meet a friend. We've come to meet Jesus. So ask him to speak to you. Ask him to visit you. Ask him to meet you at the point of your need in the name of Jesus. 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 Heavenly Father, speak to every single one of us today. In the name of Jesus. May you be glorified. May you be praised in this place. It's all about you today, Lord. In the name of Jesus. We glorify you. We bless you. We thank you. Lord, visit every single person here present. Visit us with your word. Visit us with deliverance. Visit us with salvation. Visit us with healing. In the name of Jesus. Manifest yourself in this place. And let your glory be seen. We thank you. I humble myself before you. I say use my members as instruments to your glory and for your purpose. We give you praise Lord. We give you glory. In Jesus mighty name. Everybody said amen. Amen. Say your loudest amen. Wow, you may be seated in the presence of God. Wow, what a blessing. Are you excited to be in God's presence today? Wow, what a blessing. How many of us know the song, sweet, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus, what a wonder you are, you are brighter. Than the morning sun, you are fairer, much fairer than the lily that grows by the wayside. You are precious, most special, most precious than. Can I hear you sing a sweet Jesus? Sweet, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus. What a wonder you are, you are brighter than the morning sun, you are fairer, much fairer. Just lift up your hands and just wave it this way. More precious. Let's sing it one more time, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus, 
lifting up the name of Jesus. Amen. For a short time, I just want to share with you something special. Before I preach, I want to acknowledge the presence of Pastor John. He's here with us, worshiping with us. He's a friend of the ministry, always around when we need him, and we are blessed that he's here with us today. Amen. John 3 verse 16. John 3 16. Right. The theme of today's service is John 3.16, all right? And we just want to read the scripture and then go home. Tell your neighbor, I want to read the scripture and then we go home. Amen. John chapter 3 verse 16, the Bible says that, For God so loved the world... That he gave his only... Let's read it together. What a blessing. Let's all read it together. John 3.16 For God that he gave that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. John 3.16 Amen. This piece of scripture is the most popular scripture in the Bible. Perhaps the greatest scripture in the Bible. Yeah, it's the most known scripture. Even people, even arm robbers know it. And if you call arm robbers to quote, even taxi drivers know it. Police, Police people know it. Traffic cops know it. Your grandmother knows it. Little children know it. 
This is the first scripture we teach anybody. Why? Because this scripture perhaps depicts God's plan. Pastor Merlin. Depicts God's plan for the salvation of mankind. It shows us, when you analyze this scripture, it shows us perhaps the greatest salvation story known to mankind. Yeah, greatest salvation story known to mankind. There are eight important things we can learn from this scripture. Number one, we can learn from this scripture that God, the greatest person ever, God, this scripture talks about God, the greatest person ever. God, the greatest person ever, and he loved the world. It's an expression of love from the greatest person ever, which is God. Amen. Many of us want to be loved by somebody special. Oh, yes. The greatest person. Depending on, many of us, when you, when you meet somebody who's maybe popular, and you take a picture with the person in today's world, it will be on social media. Why would it be on social media? So that everybody can see that one way or another, you are connected to that person. I mean, if you were to have met Nelson Mandela, you would want us to know. No, most definitely. By the grace of God, I have met some celebrities in my life. I want everybody to know that I met them. Yes. Sometimes they also meet me. You never know. But I want everybody to know that I met them. One day I was at O.R. Tambo Airport waiting for a flight to come back home. And then Kaiser Chiefs arrived. Now, I don't support Kaiser Chiefs. You know, no, I'm coming at something. I don't support Kaiser Chiefs. Um, I'm, I'm not really a fan of. I support the people who are here. Who are they? Where are they? What is that? Marysburg, they are our home team. Do you get? But when I saw them, I called one of our pastors, and he told me, take a picture with them. We're coming on the same flight. So, okay, why not? So I asked him, who should I take a picture with? They said, there's a guy in the team called Dolly. Dolly. And I didn't know who the Dolly was. So I was sitting next to Itumele Nkune. That's a guy I know. I'm from the old Bafana. When we used to win. Yes. No, it was because I... Easy, easy, easy. It was because I was part of that team. That's why we used to win. Uh-huh. So I know Kune, but I don't know the rest. So I asked Kune. I said, there's a guy here called Dolly. Which one is Dolly? So that one. And I said, I want to take a picture. So he said, hey, hey, Dolly, it's upper, it's upper. Then he called him like a child. Then he said, come and take a picture. With then he took my phone. Then he took the picture. I said, Wow. Dolly, celebrity. One day I was at that same airport. I, I came across, what's his name? Lucas Radebe. You need to go to that airport. I came across Lucas Radebe. I took a picture with Lucas Radebe. That same airport, one day I met this guy. The guy who said, 
the, 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 the foulest snare is broken. Dr. Tuli. To me. Okay, no problem. It's not a problem. Don't rush it. I took a picture with him. Why not? I met Donnie McClacken. I took a picture with him. Why not? Now, why am I saying all this? When somebody is famous, we want to be associated with him. But today I have good news for you. Somebody who is greater than all these people I have mentioned. Do you get it? Greater than them. God Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth. I said the maker of heaven and earth. The maker of heaven and earth. He's the one who loves you. He's the one who loves you. You know, sometimes just a boy who didn't turn to you and turn to your friend. You are so heartbroken because this little boy did not propose to you and chose your friend. I've been a pastor for many years. Serving the Lord and working in the church. I've seen girls heartbroken because a guy, just a normal guy, did not turn to them and turn to their friend. But I came to tell you today, the greatest person in the whole world, I said the greatest person in the whole world, he's in love with you. 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 Yeah. I'm sure Jesus saw you. Jesus saw you. Come, come, sweetie. Jesus saw you and said, wow, what a girl. I'm catching feelings for this girl. I'm catching feelings for this girl. Yeah. Jesus Christ, the greatest person in the world, is in love with you. You see, turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, the greatest person in this world is in love with you. And it's God Almighty himself. Yeah. Yeah. He's in love with you. He loves you. He loves you. Number two, he loves you with the greatest kind of love. God, the greatest person in this world, loves you with the greatest kind of love. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The greatest kind. Not just an everyday love. I mean, today, love has been watered down so much. Now, to even today, love in some quarters means sex. Now, let's not get into it today. Let's just stay with God. But God loves you with the greatest kind of love. The type of love that is greater than a mother's love. Oh, yes. Greater than a mother's love. Greater than the love of a friend. Greater than the love of a sibling. Greater than the love of a, of, 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 of a father. Greatest love. Romans chapter 5. Let me read the scripture to you quickly. I told you I'm sharing with you seven or eight things. I'm already on number two. So we are, we are almost done. Verse, verse, verse 6. Romans 5. It says, For when we were without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet peradventure for a good man, some will even dare to die. Verse 8. But it says, God 
commended. This word commended means God demonstrated his love. God manifested his love. God showed his love to us. In that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God chose to die for, to send his son to save us when we were sinners. Most people have a love for just a, a, a small group of people. You can love your children. But you can't love your neighbor's children. Some can, you, 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 you can only love your parents. But you can't love somebody else. Oh, yes. So you can, some, some have a love for the country. We can only love South Africa. But you can't love Zimbabwe. That one is dangerous. You can't love Zimbabwe. Hey, we, we are from South Africa, you know. You know, many years ago when I came from exile, because I'd been in exile for about 25 years, people will ask me, how do you find South Africa? How, anybody you meet, that's the first question. Hello, oh, it looks like you're from exile. I say yes. So, how do you find South Africa? We are so excited when somebody says, oh, it's a very beautiful country. It's a very good country. So, yes, and we should rightfully so. But it depicts our love for South Africa. But can you love Rwanda? Can you love Lesotho? Can you love Congo? Does your love speak French? Does your love speak Lingala? Yeah. But God loved us with the greatest kind of love. John 15, Jesus said, John 15, 12, Jesus said, this is my commandment, that you love one another. Then verse 13, he says, greater love has no man. There's no greater love than this one, that a man should lay down his life for a friend. There's no greater love. That's why he said, scarcely, the verse we read before this, he says, rarely, Rarely, scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Per adventure, some will dare to die. They'll say, we, we will die. We, I tell you this story quickly. One day, a, a man died. A certain man died. And at his funeral, his wife was crying. Oh, Jesus, why do you take my husband away? I want to go with him. I want to go. She was crying, 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 crying. Sometimes when you go for a funeral, people, some people cry uncle. I mean, beyond how they should cry. Recently, I was at a funeral at Escort. And everybody was okay. Then suddenly, I think something happened. Then some, a group of people started to cry. So I gave them some time to cry. But then I realized that it got into uncontrollable cry. Then I told the MC, just continue the program. Because these people, if you leave them, they are looking for the last man standing. Each of them is trying to win an award that I cried the most. As soon as the MC said, let's continue with the program, like, like, a, like a switch, everybody went back. I said, ah, where did all the tears go? Back to my story. So this lady was crying. So at a point, by the grace, even when they put the coffin down, hey, I'll go with it, and people were cooling him down. Sometimes when they cry, just for attention. 
So one guy was bored. So as she was, then just push her a little thought. Hey, why did you push me? Hey. I I thought you said you would go with. So for a righteous man, somebody would dare, I would die. But when it gets there, oh, you will see that dying is not that easy. It's not that easy. But Jesus laid down his life to demonstrate his love. When you are in a relationship with anybody, you want the person to show their love. Show that they really love you. Demonstrate your love. Prove that you love me. Buy me chocolate. Buy me flowers. Some ladies will say, okay, my love language is give me attention. Give me time. Yeah, talk to me. Some husbands don't talk. But talk to me. But Jesus, he gave his life to prove the great love that he has for us. Number three, John three sixteen, please. It says, for God so loved the world. He loved us with a kind of love that you can't find anywhere. Yeah. That he gave his only begotten son. Jesus gave us, God gave us the greatest gift. This scripture reveals that our salvation caused God the greatest gift. He gave his son. He gave his son. He gave his son. Every lover gives. So anybody you are with who doesn't give to you is not in love with you. Love tests you up to give. So every lover gives something. Oh yes. Give something. Can, can we please settle down? This, this movement is awkward. Eh? Just settle down. We are almost done. Okay. We are almost, we are almost done. Let's go on. Let's continue. Greatest gift. Every lover gives something. When they go to God to give something, some lovers will give you flowers. Some will give you roses. Some will give you chocolate. Some will give you their time. Everybody has a love language. But when they go to God, he gave the greatest gift. If you have had a child, those of you who have children, you realize that children are not an easy gift to give. You see how precious it is. God gave his son. And he didn't only give his son, but he gave his only son. Only sometimes when somebody wants something from you, you give because you have a lot. But Jesus gave, it was the only thing that he had. He gave it. God gave his only begotten son. His only son. Number four. This scripture reveals to us that God gave the greatest invitation. It says, whosoever whosoever, whosoever. Whosoever means anybody. People in Alaska, people in Germany. Alaska. Okay. I told you one day I was going, I got a job in Alaska. I don't want to tell that story today. Come next week, I'll tell you that Alaska story. But it's a popular story around this side. Yeah, but Alaska. Okay. <laughs> now you've, take, you've thrown me off my game. Whosoever. Anybody. This invitation is to every. Sometimes when we have events, you invite limited people. Sometimes we invite people based on the space available to us. Based on the resources and the, the food. Recently there was a wedding which I was officiating. When I came, I noticed that some group of people had not been invited. I asked why. They said the food is very little. They catered for X number of people. But when it came to God, the invitation is for whosoever. 
I said, whosoever. Whosoever. It may be a rich man. It may be a poor man. It may be a lady. It may, they are, I, 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 we were in Guinea some time ago, and we went to us. Only guys, are, men are allowed to enter into the service. The ladies are outside. Yeah. But when it came to God, he said, whosoever, whosoever, old, young, rich, poor, white, black, anybody, whosoever. God's invitation was for whosoever. And that includes you. That includes you. I missed one. God so loved the world. God loved the greatest number of people. Greatest number. There are about 8 billion people in the world right now. And God loves everybody. Now, this is without those who have existed and died. He loves everybody. His heart is so big, he has room for everybody. Some of us have space for just two people. You, your friend, and your friend's friend. Even some of you have space for just yourself. You can't tolerate anybody else. Oh, yes. All of us have, have relatives from far away that when they come, you leave the house. My God. I used to have... Um, no, let me not say I used to. They are still my relatives. French. <laughs> okay, I used to have... One is used to, but the rest are still there. Because one has passed away. You know? I, 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 had a, I, I have a French side of my family. In fact, about 80% of my family is French. Oh, yes. Now... The people from the French side, there are some of them, I can't stand them. Yeah, yeah. Not because of the French. Just because of them. Anytime I'm there, they visit, I leave. I remember when we were younger, when they come, my dad will start speaking French with them as though he has forgotten how to speak English. So we also decided we'll never learn French. We, the English side, we said we'll never learn the language. So that we can't speak to them. Yeah. And they also don't speak English. So when they come, they'll tell, to parler français? We know what to parler français means. And we also say, have you eaten today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like we couldn't relate to them. All of us, our family, have an uncle like that. You don't want to see. But God loved the greatest. It's like even the more people coming to her, the greater his love becomes. He has the capacity to love more people. More people. More people. This scripture reveals to us that God gave the greatest and the simplest me- method to salvation. It says, whosoever believeth in him. He says, All you have to do is to believe. All you have to do is to what? Believe. It's the easiest and most inclusive. Because God could have said, whosoever is rich, immediately, half of the people who are here, or more, are included, are, are excluded. Minus me, anyway. And minus you too. He could have said, all those who are bright in school, Especially in mathematics. Those of you over here, already God has eliminated you. I can see from your face that God, I mean, I can see. 
because the way, even mass lit, which is math in English. No, yeah, light math, which is mathematics in English. You can read it. Hey, please, level four is not that you are good at it all, please. It's like you escaped. You just survived. But I thank God that God didn't say, pass mathematics and come. No. But I thank God that he said, all you need to do is to believe. In, in, in John 1 verse 12, the Bible says, he came to his own, verse 11, but his own received him not. But as many as received him and believed on his name, to them he gave the power to become sons of God. All God needs from you is to believe. That's all he needs. That's why it's the great. It applies to everybody. Everybody has the ability to believe. Bible says, for without faith, it's not possible to please God. So everybody, God made it so that everybody qualifies to come to heaven. If only you will believe. Today, if you will believe, God will accept you into his kingdom. Number next one. The scripture provides us the greatest escape. The greatest escape. It says, but whosoever believe should not perish. Should not perish. It means if you don't believe, you perish. It provides us the greatest escape. Escape from the greatest damnation coming to mankind. Impending and eminent damnation. Come into my car. I heard that the word eminent means in a minute. Like it's happening in a minute. Yeah. If you see from the, the, the film stars, the drama we just watched, that drama is from Luke 16, verse 19. The Bible says there was a certain rich man. There was a man, a certain rich man, who fed sumptuously. Every day, clothed in purple and fine linen. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus who was laid at the rich man's gate, desiring to be fed from the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by angels into Abraham's bosom. And the rich man also died. And was buried. Let's take a pause here. Let me just tell you the story. It says, there was a rich man. Very popular guy. Sit up, my dear. Very popular guy. Rich. You saw him up there. Having a good life. Taking his wife to Dubai. And to America. And to all these places. And his children were excited. And then there was a beggar at his gate. All the beggar could afford was the food that fell from the rich man's table. But it came to pass that the beggar died. I'm sure one of the dogs that were licking his sauce bit him and he died of rabies. But he died. But when he died, something amazing happened. Angels came to carry him into Abraham's bosom. But the rich man also died. No matter how rich you are, you will die. The Bible says it is appointed unto man once to die. Death is an appointment that every single person has to keep. So the rich man also died. And when he died, 
Unfortunately, angels did not show up. It was Afbob that showed up. And he was buried. I'm sure he had a glamorous funeral. He was changing clothes as he lay there in state. But he was buried. Bible says, and he was buried. Verse 23. Immediately he was buried. Guess what happened? And in hell. As soon as he was buried, he arrived in hell. Eminent happening in a minute. And in hell. Who was in hell? The rich man. He lifted his eyes, being in torment. And see a father Abraham afar off. Look, my brothers and sisters, there's a place called hell. There's a real place called hell. And when people die and they don't know this great escape we are talking about, they go to hell. They go straight to hell. If you have played Monopoly before, you will see that there's a particular card. That, is it a card or a spot? It's a spot that when your, your counter falls there, it says, go straight to hell. Uh, not to hell, hell's brother. Go to jail. Hell is a type of jail. It says, go straight to jail. Or go directly to jail. Do not pass go. Even if you have passed where the jail is, and you are next to the jail. Go reverse to jail. Don't pass. Go. Don't collect 200. And then you go straight to jail. Hell is like that. When you die without Jesus Christ, you will go straight to hell. Oh yes. You will go straight to hell if you die without Christ. And this is the escape. The escape. The escape. That God is providing to every single one of us. Yes. A place where he says, being in torment, he was in torment. And see it, Father Abraham afar off. And Lazarus, that same poor man at his gate, in Abraham's bosom. Verse, verse next verse. 24. 24. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, for I'm torn. And send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water. And cool my tongue for I'm tormented in this flame. This place that we are being given an escape from. When people are looking for water, they don't ask for a bottle of water. You know, I came to preach. I didn't even ask for water. They brought me a bottle of water. A whole bottle. I mean, that as, I, as you are preaching, when it's, when it's cold or when your tongue gets dry, sometimes you look at some faces and your tongue gets dry. A few moments ago, when I saw the people walking out, my tongue was getting dry. I just had to use experience to continue the preaching. Said, when your tongue is dry, because when your tongue is dry, it becomes tight and it can't move freely. Then you drink the water. Then you cool your tongue. But there's a place, there's a place, there's a place, in that place, when you are thirsty, when you are tormented, and you need water, they don't give you a bottle of water. You cannot even, get, you, 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 you request for what you think is possible, and then the people request for a drop, one drop, 
One drop of water. Do you know how difficult it is to measure a drop of water? Look at how long, since I, I picked up the drop, look at how long it is taking for it to drop. If I were to say, open your tank, and this is your only way to get to drop this thing, it's still there. It, it has now fallen down. A drop. People ask for a drop. There's a day that will come if we don't accept this escape. If we don't take this escape seriously today, we, when we are looking for water, we'll ask for a drop. Just a drop. Just one drop. That's what we can ask for. A drop. What will a drop of water do to you? I mean, what will a drop of water do to you? Oh, what will a drop of water do to you? Say, a drop. But that place they ask for a drop. It's a place of torment. People are looking for just a drop. If I could just get a drop on my tongue. It will make all the difference. It will make things different for me. I just said drop. Said, because I'm tormented from this thing. Bible says in this place, the worm dieth not. This is, the, this is the amazing thing. Sometimes you can be in pain. You wish you die. Your wish will be that you die. But the amazing thing about this place is that you can't die. Oh no, you can't die. Sometimes you want to die to get out of the misery. But you can't die to get out of the misery from here. But I thank God. I thank God that he's providing us with an escape. With an escape. With an escape. 25. And Father Abraham said, 25. But Abraham said, son, remember thou in thy lifetime, receive thy good things. You had a good life. Life was okay for you. Things were pleasant for you. You lived in the posh areas, the posh places where there was no crime. Everything was well for you. You ate what you could eat. You wore what you could wear. You had a good time. You partied as much as you could party. And Lazarus, he had his evil things. Life was difficult for him. Things were not good for him. He, he was not okay. But now, because of his salvation, he's comforted. He accepted the escape. And now he's comforted. And you are tormented. You are tormented. Then verse 26. Abraham reveals something to us. He says, besides all this. Between us and you. This is the greatest revelation you should have. When it comes to hell. He says, between us and you. It's a great girl fixed. So that that they which would pass from hence cannot. It's like nobody can move from this place to where you are. Neither can they pass, can they pass to us that would come from them. The people who are with you, they can also come to us. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a road from this earth to heaven. It's a straight road. It's a highway to heaven. And there's a road from this earth to hell. But guess what? There's no connecting road from hell to heaven or from heaven to hell. Once you go to hell, you are stuck there. Once you go there, you are stuck. Once you go there, you are stuck. That's why this escape is so important. This escape is so significant. That we take it now. 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 We take that escape. Because there's a day that is coming. 
you will speak directly. You know, Abraham was the boss of the, his bosom. You will speak directly to the boss. Even the boss may want to help you. Because you remember, Abraham called the guy son. He didn't say evil, evil guy, bad guy. You see, these angels here, they were calling the guy bad guy. But Abraham didn't even refer. He just referred to him as son. But he still couldn't help him. Because God has put a great gal fix, a great wall that nobody can go from hence here to there, neither from there to here. Finally, last one. Today is your chance to accept this escape. John 3.16. It says, but half, whoever will believe should not perish. Instead, have everlasting life. God is offering us the greatest reward. The greatest reward. The greatest, not just the greatest escape from hell to just come and sit on earth, but the greatest reward, everlasting life in his bosom. Everlasting life in heaven. That's what God is offering to us today. That's what he's offering. That's what's on offer. This whole service, making t-shirts, going out on invitations, preparing to sing, doing all the things that we have done today just to get your attention, to get you here, is to give you, make you qualify, give you the opportunity to have this great reward. What is the great reward? Eternal life in the presence of God. Eternal life in the presence of God. Hey, pastor, but you know, after me, I'm not really interested in eternal life or anything. So I, I think I'm okay. I'll just stay here on earth. I think it's okay for me. Listen up, y'all. <laughs> when this earth passes away, or when that day comes, there will be no third option. It will either be heaven or hell. Heaven or hell. There's no in between. Tupac will tell you between heaven and earth, there's a gangster's paradise. There's no gangster's paradise. There's no paradise for gangsters. No, 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 no. How thin is not a, a gangster's paradise. This earth will pass away. Either you are in heaven or you are in hell. If I get to heaven and I don't see you, I am very confident that you are in hell. No, I'm very confident that you are in hell. That's why I'm preaching today so that you and I can escape into heaven together. Yeah, that's why I'm preaching today so that together we can escape and receive that eternal reward of everlasting life in the presence of God. In the presence of God. In the pres- God sent his son to die for you and I so that we can escape, to show us his great, the, the greatest love so that we can escape hell and make it to heaven. Today, as you hear his voice, harden not your heart. I'm going to share a word of prayer with us just quickly as we close. And I want to I wanna plead with you. Put away your prejudices. Put
put away ideas that you, are, you have had. Do you get it? And escape into heaven. Put aside your questions. Hey, what if? What if? I mean, sometimes when you witness people, they, they, they look at their lives, they look at the things they have to change. And the things they have done. And they say, no, I'm not ready. God doesn't need you to change anything. God needs, God needs you to come to him. He needs you to receive his son. When you receive his son, the grace for things to change will be available to you. It's the presence of the son of God that will in your life that will bring the change that you are looking for. Not that you have to change and then come. It's like a sick patient says, I want to get well, then I'll go to the hospital. You go to the hospital to get well. Come to Jesus and the change you desire, you will start to see it. Today, I present to you the greatest escape ever known to mankind. Jesus Christ, the escape from hell to heaven. Escape from hell to heaven. Pastor, many years ago, we watched a movie. The name of that movie, I think it had to do with the Second World War. The name of that movie was Escape from Sobibor. People had been captured and put in concentration camps. Yeah. And put there. And the greatest thing they wanted to do was to escape. And anytime they arrived, the general of the prison or the prison warden or the prison traffic cop or whatever his title is will come and address them. And then when he finishes talking, he will say, and there shall be no escape in Sobibor. Satan is telling you, you won't escape hell. You can't. You can't do it. But God is telling you today, this is the hour. This is the time. This is your opportunity. Just give your life to Christ and give Jesus a chance in your life. You will escape and not go to hell. I'm going to pray with you as we close. And I want you to open your heart and welcome Jesus. All you have to do is to believe. That's all you have to do, to believe. Last Sunday, I led a young man to Christ. When I made the altar call, when he came, a colored guy called Craig, when he came, he was standing there and then he started to cry. He, start, he cried so much that all of us wanted to cry. He's just crying, crying. I asked him, why are you crying? He said, the things I have done, I don't deserve to be saved. Well, after say, he says, I want to be baptized right now. Yeah, he said to me, I want to be baptized. I had to get him baptized immediately. Yeah. I want to be baptized right now. But I came to tell you, it doesn't matter what you have done. God's love is greater. God's love. The blood of Jesus is stronger than anything you have done. Give your life to Christ today so you can escape hell and enter into God's Stand to your feet. I want to pray with you shortly as we close. Shortly as we close. I want you to open your heart to Jesus. I want you to welcome him into your heart. And say, Jesus, come into my heart today. Be my Lord and be my Savior. I want to just pray with you right now. Right now as we close. I want to just pray with you. Everybody close your eyes with me. Let us pray. Close your eyes with me. Let us pray. 
close your eyes with me let up close your eyes everywhere okay unless you need to use a device but close your eyes everywhere i want to pray with you i want to just pray with you pastor please pray with me i want to welcome jesus into my heart i want to welcome jesus into my heart like i said only believe that's all god is asking you for only believe you are here this morning or this afternoon you want to escape you want to you want to receive this great escape and this great reward of eternal life a life with jesus christ a life with christ as your lord and your savior you want to turn your back to the world and say jesus come into my heart be my savior be my lord you are here like that i want you to lift up your right hand with me i want to pray with you i want you to lift up your right hand i want to pray with you pastor please pray with me i want jesus to come into my heart i want you to lift up your right hand i'll pray with you lift up your right hand wherever you are i'll pray with you i want to take you seriously lord come into my heart be my lord be my savior lift up your right hand i'll pray with you i'll pray with you i'll pray with you if your hand is up i want you to come to me where i'm standing just come to me you lifted up your hand just come to me come to jesus come to me right now i want to pray with you take a bold step and come to me 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 the greatest escape is available right now come to me come to me come to me come to me come to jesus right now if there's somebody by you encourage them to come to jesus encourage them to come to jesus right now Come to Jesus. 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 Come from wherever you are. Today is that day. You may not get this opportunity again. Come to Jesus. He's the answer for the world today. Come to Jesus. Wherever you are. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come right now from where you are standing. Come to Jesus. Take a step forward. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. is the said come forward you look at yourself and you said 
What would the people think about me? What would my friends think? Oh, I can't. I thought you said all you have to do is to believe. I want to believe in my heart. I don't want to come to the front. I want to give you another opportunity. Because the thoughts you are having, that, oh, they will think I'm a sinner. There's nobody in this place, including the pastor who's preaching, who's not a sinner. Bible says, for all have sinned. Everybody has sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All of us have sinned. It's just God's grace that has given us the opportunity to be right in the presence of God. So I want to give you, this is my final call. This is my final opportunity. Take yourself seriously. Bible says, it is appointed unto man once to die. And after that, judgment. The next major thing that is going to happen when you die is judgment. You want to escape. So I want to give you one final opportunity to come right now where you are standing. Come to them. Don't take it. Don't take a chance. It's not worth taking a chance. Somebody will say, what if we die and God doesn't exist? Well, good. We have nothing to lose. But what if you die and he exists? What if heaven is not real and hell is not real? What if it is real and it is real? I want to give you another opportunity. You want to join them right now. We are going to clap our hands. And as we clap our hands, I want you to gather the confidence. Defeat the devil. Don't let him lie to you. And come right now. 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 Forget about your friend. Come right now. Come right now. You know, one day, somebody invited me to church. And I went to church. And when I went to church, something surprised me. Do you not want to know what surprised me? Do you want to know what surprised me? I said, when I came to church, something surprised me in church. You know, the day I came to church, I'd been to a party. No, I was from a party. I got back home around 4 a.m. Then that day is the day I went to church. That day is the day I went to church. To my surprise, when I got to the church, I realized that some of the people I went to the party with, they were in the church. Yes, they were in church. So I saw that, wow, as we are partying and jiving and dancing to people are burning, people are be- some these people I was dancing with, they were preparing themselves for eternity and they were making a fool out of me. Maybe you are here this morning, you are looking at your friend and thinking, what is my friend going to think about me? Look, maybe your friend has secured himself. Your friend has secured himself. And this is your opportunity to also secure yourself. I want to give you this final law. This is my last call. For you to come to Jesus right now. Jesus is knocking. As I'm talking, your heart is beating. He's knocking. Even though all your friends are trying to convince you, only you 
Look at how much it is costing beyond the blood of Jesus for your salvation. I'm giving you this final. After this one, I am not at fault. I gave you the opportunity. Right now, as you see my hand, I want you to come right now. Just come. Come. Wherever you are. Come. It's my final call. Come to Jesus right now. Come to Jesus right now. Come to Jesus right now. Come 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 right now. Don't take a chance. Don't take a chance. Don't take a chance. Don't take a chance. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. One day you will wish you had come. gate is closed for flight 747AK flying from here to heaven landing at the new Jerusalem airport boarding boarding is now closed if you are in front I want to pray I want you to pray this prayer with me it's your prayer I just want to help you pray This prayer is simply to invite Jesus into your heart. To one, repent of your sins. Two, to ask him to forgive you and wash you with his blood. Three, to welcome him into your heart. To be your Lord and your Savior. And four, to denounce the devil that from today, you are no longer a child of the devil. You are a child of God. Can we pray this prayer? I'm going to help you to pray when I say it, you say it with me. But believe what you are saying. Alright. Say with me, dear Lord Jesus. Say it like you mean it, dear Lord Jesus. And mean it as you say it, dear Lord Jesus. I come to you today. Just as I am. I am a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I repent of my evil ways. I repent of my wicked ways. I repent of my bad ways. Come into my heart, Lord. And be my Lord. Be my Savior. I receive you as my Lord. As my Savior. I believe you died for me. And you rose again. I declare you the Lord of my life. Today, I am a child of God. I am born again. I will love you, Jesus. I will serve you, Jesus, for the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. Today, I step into the kingdom of God as a child of God, washed by the blood of Jesus. Now say, Satan. 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 Listen to me. Listen to me. From today, I am no longer yours. I'm no longer your child. I'm a child of God. I belong to Jesus. I will no longer serve you. I will serve Jesus alone for the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. 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 Amen.
Everybody lift your hands. Let's sing this chorus quickly. Jesus is the answer for the world today. One more time, Jesus is Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him, there's no other. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer. Let me pray with you before we disperse you. Father, thank you for all these ones who are surrendering their lives to Jesus today. Indeed, wash them with your blood. Forgive them of their sins according to your word. Turn their hearts truly around. Give them a new heart for your word. Declare that if any man be in Christ, is a new creation. Create them anew. All things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. Let these ones indeed be new creations, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Give them the strength to serve you for the rest of their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Fill each of them with your spirit in the name of Jesus. May they live for you from today. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Now, just quickly, we are going to ask you to, we have something for you. Okay? We love you, so we prepared something for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see, your friend who was there who was, I mean, trying to be a guy not to come to Jesus. The Coca-Cola we prepared for you, he will not get some. Yeah. So we just want you to, you see there's a sign over there that says, follow me. want you to follow the sign. Okay, the sign is called follow me, so follow, follow me. Okay. And then just quickly, and you will come. They'll just give you something, and then we have a gift also for you, and then you will come back to your seats. Hallelujah. Can you can you go just follow 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 me go towards follow me I will follow Jesus I Don't go back to your seat just follow follow me People have gotten saved. Can we all sing this song? 
joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.